Welcome, guys. We're on our 10th hey, 10th episode. Yes. There we go. We made it to the big old one. Oh, that means subscribe and give us $5 a piece. <laughs> well, welcome to Oblation Podcast, where we have an open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. I'm your host, Rodney. And I'm Devin. Tay. And I'm Solomon. And we're going to start this good old thing. So let's start with Tay. Since she was missing last week. Yes. How was your week, beloved? Um, This week, is, it's been cool. Had to get a bitch together today, but... Oh, I ain't mad at that. You know, yeah, she tried it. But um, other than that, this week's been pretty good. I'm ready for the weekend, child. I think I'm going to actually turn up this weekend. <laughs> you say that now. We were supposed to turn up like two weekends ago. I was say, actually we went out Friday. You went here. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Devin, how was your week? <laughs> I had an amazing week and weekend. Um, y'all know I just got back in town because I went to see my family, went to the beach yeah. and all that. I got this amazing tan, so I went from like Beyonce, Lauren London to Pocahontas. So I'm feeling like amazing, feeling good. Uh, but it was really good. Like, I feel like sometimes, like, you know, in all seriousness, sometimes you really don't realize, like, how much you need to be around family mm -hmm. more often and plug in until you actually go. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, oh, wow, like, yeah, I've been busy. Yeah, y'all have been busy, but it was worth it. Um, so it's been good. And I'm here with y'all. This is our 10th episode. So I'm excited to be here. I can't wait to see what tonight's show is going to bring because, you know, it's always something. So. Always. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's a lot of tea in the T-E-A. In the A-T-A. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> now look at you. Look, you cough that way. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You always. Go ahead. I'm gonna... How was your um week? My week end Solomon. was actually amazing. We had a um we our company took our employees out to Pensacola for the weekend for the holiday weekend uh, to acknowledge them and um, reward them for a job well done. And uh, we came back Monday, got plenty of rest, and here I am with y'all. Mm. Sounds like a good time. It was. Yeah, it was. Very good. It rained the majority of the time in Florida. Yeah. But, I mean, we still got some beach time in. Right. That's you got a tan? Matter. As long as you get, so get away. Not so much. Did you get a tan? Yeah, I just told everybody, <laughs> were you not here? <laughs> <Everywhere>? <laughs> Did you get one every? I hate you. I hate you. He looked a little stuck right there. He looked stuck. I put my shirt down, you can kind of see where I had like a tight top. Kind of spread your wings a little bit, sis. You look a little tight. Um. Well, you know, um, not to be Debbie Downer, my. Oldest, eldest brother was diagnosed with colon cancer stage four. Um, so I went home to see him and be around family. So it was really good to like just be with family. Yeah. Um, and I said the reason I went home because I wanted to see my brother as he was before he started chemo. And I kind of knew it was going to get bad. Um, and what they are doing to him is going to get bad. So, yeah. um, Pray for my brother. Um, you know, if you're a Christian, I don't beat on that other's prayers. Christian only. Keeping it real. We don't do that. Um, there you go. This is my look. This household, I don't do Buddha, Muslim, whoever. We do Jesus Christ, Savior, Lord. Okay. Okay. If you don't do him, don't pray. It's okay. No no shade. 
But um, but yeah, but you know, we gonna we're, he's a fighter. We are gonna keep the hope and and um, and I'm not gonna cry today. Uh, I cried before I got here, so. Um, but you know, it's a lot and you know, you think about your siblings, y'all get older and you don't think about that happening so soon. Not saying, oh, I don't want him to go, but like it's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I want to be old and not like, oh, that bitch done died on me. (laughs) Not at 30. (laughs) Um, but that's it. So we're going to, you know, it's okay. We're going to get this show started. So Devin, take it away, sweetie. So I'm going to try to clean this up just a little bit because I feel like I always get a little tongue-tied. Um, but what we're going to do tonight, we're going to highlight our sponsor, Gallo Family Wine. And they've blessed us with a sweet apple this summer. I think they gave us three of them, two or three. But this is the sweet apple one. We kind of like do a consensus of which one we want to taste first. Or I'll just be like, I'm going to be the nini of the group and I'm going to decide which one we're going to drink. Um, but let's go and take a sip so we can see what to think. Yes, taste nini. It's good. I feel like it's good. It tastes like one of those like sour green apple lollipops. That's what I would. That's this need to be cold. Yeah. This need to be chill. Like a good chill. Yeah. With some um steak. Oh, I have some steak. And broccoli for later. Or asparagus. All right. So next time we're just gonna eat and drink. (laughs) (laughs) We will not have a show. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) But yeah, so this is really good. So we want to thank you, Gallo family. We really appreciate it. Um, and we just love when y'all sponsor us, give us gifts, and just show us that you, you want to be a part of it and that you're happy for it. So again, we thank you. Um, and I'm going to take another sip. This is going to be gone. Okay. Oh, ain't nothing wrong with that. We have, cheers to 10 episodes. We have a little bit left. Yes, cheers to episode 10. 10, yes, yes. 10, Lord. <laughs> oh, sorry. You didn't touch? Ooh. All right, so we need to move right along Ooh. only because we have a really juicy letter today, <laughs> and I can't wait to read it. Okay. So, okay. so I'm gonna, we're going to cut the, the sponsorship short, but thank you, Gallo. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Okay, girl. All right, so today on Pillow Talk with Tay, we're going to talk about the backlash that Macy Gray is getting from making a comment that the trans community did not appreciate. She considers that to be a woman, you have to have breasts and a vagina. How do you guys feel about that comment? Well, she didn't exactly say that. But she did. <laughs> no, that's what she said. That's what she said. So does anybody? can anybody tell us verbatim what she said? Well, for what I interpreted, and I agree with her. Um, no, you can't interpret. You have to say verbatim. <laughs> no, I don't know what verbatim what she said. but So, 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 so when she was interviewed, she was asked, what is a woman? And she said, someone with boobs. And then there was a pause. And then she said, and a vagina. And a vagina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but did you watch the whole? Yeah. Okay, I did too. So now, now go into your interpretation. So what I interpreted from this, you guys, um, I think it's an attack on women. I don't care what you say, how you want to put it. It's a, it is definitely an attack on women. If, just be... 100% clear, without women, it would be nobody. You know why would be here, okay? Right. Ready, you sis, trans, binary, and so many of y'all out there. Would none of y'all asses be here? So, for one, I think it's room, I know it's room to celebrate both. Mm-hmm. However, 
a transgender woman would never have the full woman experience. And that is factual. You cannot go around that. I'm not saying y'all don't have the same thought process, the same things we're dealing with men and all this other stuff. But it's a slap in the face to say you are a woman. You cannot give life. You don't go through the things women go through. I have seen women go through things. It's very traumatic. And then Giselle Hope, what if, what's her name? The transgender activist? Oh, um, T.S. Madison. No, her name is Giselle Hope. Oh, Giselle mm. Hope, yeah. I don't like that bitch. Oh, Jesus. What did she do? Um, well, let me say, I, like, I don't like what she said this one comment about. It's women who can't even have kids. And da 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 So, do they make it? So, that's the same sis. That, yeah. And that was not fucking cool. For one, it's very fucking selfish. And I don't give a damn talking to you, bitch. So, she was comparing a woman that can't have kids to a trans. Yeah. So, that's the same. Oh I said, that, like, see, people be so ready to pop off and get the little kikis and kakas from the little gay-ass folks over there but that's ignorant. Macy popped off a little, too. No, but Macy, but Macy was not rude. Macy, from Macy's delivery and from Giselle Hope delivery was two different deliveries. Giselle was mad and angry. Um, Macy was just basically saying the facts. It's factual. So, so my thing with it being factual, I'm going to say that obviously, biologically, a woman is a definition that we would see in a science binder or something like that. You have to have these parts, whatever. However, I'm, if I have such a huge platform, I'm not going to use my platform to say that as much as you want to be a woman, you'll never be one. Because it's not that serious for me to comment. It's not that serious because you, like... With her saying that, how many people, think about how many people she's offended because there are people that really feel like, I got my surgery, I got this, that, I got this and the third, I'm a woman. We kiki and be like, oh girl, this and that, but we really don't, you know, refer to each other as women. However, for people that do, and I have a big platform, I'm not going to make you feel bad because you think you're a woman. I, I just feel like, it, use your platform for the good. You knew you were going to get backlash. You're asking for it, like, and I feel like this may be a little insensitive, but every subject is sensitive in the trans and gay community. Every subject. And it's like, everybody cries over everything that is said. So but we like talk the most shit about that. everybody. We don't talk shit in a way that's going to make people feel offended. We do not. Yeah, we do. When they come yeah, we do. <laughs> Are you come, serious? When they come to advice, I feel like, yes, you might be like, no, bitch, don't do that. But we would never be like, oh... You You're must, not a woman. Fuck what you said. We don't. We don't do those things. We must all be on the same platform, sweetie. Well, maybe, maybe <laughs> refresh my memory, and then for the viewers that have not seen the other episodes, because what gay they, people are horrible to other people no, and to I, each other. Oh, you're saying us as in gays against gays. Yeah, I thought and gays against show. heterosexuals too. No, I thought y'all met on the show. We do that. Oh, oh no, 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 I don't I don't know if Macy's Gray Macy Gray's comment was meant to say that you're not a woman, you'll never be a woman. I don't I <laughs> I don't know if that is what was meant. But I can say this. Every woman's experience is different. And so from G Giselle's standpoint, was it Giselle Hope? I don't know if how it was interpreted was how it was meant and i, she I think she said i think it's from the standpoint that not all women have breasts not all women have um children hold on pause i'm look i'm trying I'm, 
Look, I I don't want I don't want to be part of like we we like our viewers. We definitely right. do. We don't want to offend it. We're gonna be honest, but we wouldn't want to make anybody feel less than. Right. So let me not. Well, you're not gonna make women feel less so, than either. Not on my watch. No, and I'm not no, saying that. You know that. No, nobody's watch. No. So, so, not gonna do that. We all have mothers. So the question at hand is: boobs and vagina? That will make you a woman? No. That was the question. No. <laughs> and so, um, but at the same time, you know, not all women can bear children. Not all women. Um, have breasts and or whatever else and you have to get your breasts removed so well, some like, women just don't have i mean they are there are a cups and so well, smaller than a cups technically they're just i mean like true small. but still so what about from a woman's standpoint mo what's the question does boobs and a vagina make you a woman no and that's coming from a woman no i heard that's my personal opinion though yeah and i think a lot of women women would agree but it becomes so, oh, well, let's not forget the, the things that women have fought for and been right. through. And it's like, we're not taking that away at all. I have a bunch of... And I think that's the problem. They think family. that you're taking away from exactly. that. Right. So, again, as much as like, we'll be like feminine, maybe whatever, I would never feel like that the women in my family or women that I know or have not like went through whatever, went through, through things that made them stronger. And mm -hmm. I would never take that away from them. Right. And I don't think that saying a, a trans woman is is the same as a woman with boobs. I don't think that's taken away from women that were born with those parts. But I will say this, to your point, Rodney, and to which I will agree, which is like- Very rare. Very rare. <laughs> I was on an island by myself. <laughs> I agree that a, a cisgender woman has the one experience of being a woman. And a person who was not born cisgender as a cisgender woman has two different experiences or okay, that's fair. could potentially right. have, and let me say this, could potentially have two different experiences because they've navigated the world in two different spaces. That's a good I'm going to let everybody that's go before I say my piece. So I'm just trying to wait. No, we know you're sticking to yours. So, but. so I don't like cisgender. I think that's rude as fuck. Because one thing I do not agree with is trying to dim light on somebody for one from one thing to shine light on the other. But how are you doing that? So, so when you say cisgender, when they're trying to remove the feminine um, symbol on past, women are literally be women are literally being erased. Like, and if y'all don't believe it, that's fine. But the facts are there. I see what you're so saying. So when it comes to Roe versus Wade, Wade, it's a lot of things they're doing to women to erase women. So I am not going to say that, like, women does not matter. It does. And what Hope Giselle said was very sensitive as fuck. You cannot say, oh, it's women who can't have children. Oh, it's like, that's, that's not your place to say that. You don't know. You would never know how that fucking feels to a woman. I agree with I agree You are a transgender woman. And that's okay. I, I still consider you straight when you want to go with a heterosexual male. I'm with y'all. But I don't like the fact that a lot of our communities, especially trans, are like to downplay women. And I'm not with that. It's enough room for every it's enough room for everyone. If there's enough room for everyone, then why do you think Macy Gray needs to say you are not a woman unless A, B, C, and D? She why, had a so let me say this. The, even though the the what's her name? Giselle Hope, Giselle Hope. Mm -hmm. Even though what she said was ignorant as hell and tacky as hell and insensitive as hell, but the same the same way that she took to say, this is my defense when it comes to whatever, Macy did the same thing, but in a cleaner way, and it was still insensitive because you have a lot of people that 
are be oh I want to be referred as her. I want to be referred as her. But just, so, so but she okay, but Macy went through a whole thing of what made a woman a woman. No, Bearing no, children, all that stuff. So, so I'm not taking an isolated 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 event to I watched the whole entire interview. But if she's going through all those to describe what a woman is, that's true if she to me. Do those things, then she's taking it to say I'm shining light on this and dimming on you because oh, you have vagina, you could have a baby, you were born with boobs, so I'm shining. That's the truth. You don't know what it feel like to have cramps. You know what it feel like to have uh to have periods and you hurting and you bleeding. You gotta get all this stuff. You don't know what that is. So I would never say it's. I feel like it's asinine for any transgender male or female to say i would be mad if a trans man say you got the same goddamn experience no the fuck you don't no you don't now if you want to be trans man i'm here with you bro i'm gonna watch with you i'll celebrate you but you're not gonna tell me you understand what the fuck i go through and the same thing a transgender woman is not gonna tell a woman you understand what the fuck i go through period I'm standing on it. I don't give a damn who don't like it. Again, I, I stuff everyone. And if you don't know me, that's not my fault. But if you know me, you know what I mean. I love everybody. Enough room for everyone to eat. But what I don't like and do what I do not agree with, even coming from my gay community, is I was trying to, like, we trying to, like, we erasing things. I don't like that. Now we got to say, saying women, well, one, we got to say cisgender. Cis, why? So my question is, when... People say, oh, why are you getting your nails done? Why are you wearing your shorts that short? So we're we're doing things as guys, as men, that women only used to do, primarily that we knew of historically, but are but we're that's not clothing. That's clothing. I don't I don't that's two not, different things, how are we sweetie. Not erasing them. Don't call me sweetie. How are we not erasing them? I can call you sweetie. Don't be getting all don't be getting all mad. What we, okay, you know what? Go on to the next one. Not girls getting they sweet, not people getting their feelings. No, no it's a conversation. <laughs> I mean it's opinion. I don't call any of y'all sweetie, so we're not gonna say that. I have said sweetie plenty of times on this channel. Rewind the tape. I wish we could. We have a lot of things to rewind and show because I just told y'all we need to rewind. But anyway. So, okay, Devin. Can I call you Devin? Sure. <laughs> okay. So, Devin, what I'm saying is, Devin, you wearing, hell, getting your nails done, wearing makeup, wearing heels, doing whatever you want to do to make you comfortable with your body, that is an outer appearance. You're not trying to identify as a woman. So, for me, that's not the same, but in my opinion. I, I'm not because I don't wear heels and stuff like that, but some, some people are... The way that it but you're be, speaking on you. No, but you're you're saying that we're erasing things because we're taking like the symbols off the pads and we're doing all this. So I'm saying women. You're saying that women are only being erased primarily in that way. But my thing is, what happens when men are doing the same things that only women used to do? How is that not them being erased? Or how could people look That's at? That's not because like, a gay man does not want to be a woman. Period. A transgender woman. Identifies as a woman, and they have a right to identify as a woman. Again, I'm not saying, not I'm not taking away to that. Yeah, she did not say that. No, she, you just said that she, she said transgender women are a transgender woman. That's what she said, and I stand by that. Well, I'm just glad that everybody stands by what they feel like. Yeah, you should. It is. Solomon, go on. <laughs> Do your thing. Wait, well, you forgot are, you left out one. Yeah, we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We took a little much two time on this one. Okay. <laughs> that girl, they say the girls are fighting. Okay, let's the get girls to are fighting. Let's get to them now. <laughs> <laughs> the girls like, oh my god, they gonna save on a bitch. 
<laughs> All right, Solomon. Shit. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so for today's Menage a Trois, the theme is make it last forever. So what characteristics are necessary for a strong relationship? What do y'all think? Um, well, number one, being able to have healthy arguments. There you go. <laughs> we did good. We did good. It's okay. We did good. It's all love. It's a part of the show. We said open play for open conversation. And this isn't the first time. Well, this is the first time on camera. <laughs> That's not true. That's not true. The last show, y'all had a, a little tiff towards the end, and I was... Oh, was it? Y'all mm -hmm. do always have a tip, though. Y'all very strong-minded people, strong-headed. So we are. Y'all, and that's oh, what it is. And I think with us, we gotta say it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, if that's what you think. Right. Like, oh, yeah. You know why? Yeah, I'm just like, I'm not gonna argue with people who don't make me come. Take that philosophy. I need to put that on status. I'm not arguing with you bitches. Don't make me motherfucker come. I.e. Uh, homegirl from earlier. <laughs> but we'll get to that. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So, bitch. what are what are your thoughts? What are some? What... <laughs> Tay. Sorry. You had to get that out. Nah, I had to. <laughs> So, <laughs> Tay was ready for that one. So, what characteristics are necessary for a strong relationship? Tay, why don't you start? Since yeah, since you've been absent. And he's in a healthy relationship. And he's in a healthy relationship. Oh, yeah, Candy. <laughs> um... So I guess for me, it's definitely just being um, being able to communicate, being able to express yourself. Like definitely um, what I learned in this relationship is that um, I had to be able to get things out because previous relationship, like I used to, you know, I used to get beat on, I used to yell, like so I couldn't express myself. Like even if I wasn't even trying to be like rude or disrespectful or something, like sometimes it would always be like, it would come off offensive. So I had got to a point where I was so feared to say what I felt because I didn't know mm -hmm. if I was going to get hit or, you know, whatever the case may be. So I feel like in this relationship, I'm able to be able to be vocal about any any and everything, no matter how I feel, how it may make him feel. I'm able to speak on it, you know what I'm saying? And whether he agrees or not, you know, we may have a little, you know, disagreement or whatever, but... It's never to the point where, you know, we're about to fight or anything like that. He's a very understanding person. Um, so I think for this relationship, that was very important because I actually went into the relationship telling him that, like, for me, I need to be able to say how I feel and you not be like about to jump all in my face because I'm expressing to you how I'm just telling you how I feel. I need you to know how I feel so you know how to handle me, know how you know how to receive what I'm saying. So for me, I think that's very, very, very important. Um, also, you know, honesty. Like, you want your partner to be honest with you. Like, I feel like keeping secrets, like, when they come out, it just make it worse. I just want you to be honest with me. If you did something, just be honest with me. And let me decide what I'm going to do with what you tell me. You know what I'm saying? Do, do, do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, in my case, like, you know what I'm saying? You honest. You do something, nine times out of ten, yes. It's gonna be some bad consequence because I'm type of, I, for me I'm the type of person I don't I just don't I don't it's very hard for me to forgive and move on like I just be ready to let mm -hmm. I just ready to let go like honestly because I feel like 
if you do it once, you're going to do it again. Don't keep hurting me. So let me just save myself from that. I'm just going to end it. You already showed me who you are. So that's just that. That's just me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that being said, like, I definitely feel like honesty is definitely important. Um, And another one, friendship. Like, because at the end of the day, your friendship, like, it's what makes the relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have someone that you are so comfortable with, like, you don't feel like there's nothing you can't tell them, like, you that comfortable with them, like, even things that you're ashamed of, you can tell them. Like, I think that's, like, one of the most beautiful things, like, in the world to have, like, because a lot of people have so many flaws and so insecurities that they don't want to talk about. But when you have somebody you can talk about it with and not feel judged... And want to let them in. Like, it feels so, like, it really feels so good, like, to have that. Y'all about to tear up because <laughs> I swear I am tear good. Like, because you got a good man. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, because it really does, like, it really does feel good to have that, like, that part, like, I say my safety net. That's my safety net or whatever because I know that no matter what it is, whatever the situation is, what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, what my what changes my body to having, like, it's not going to change how he feel. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I feel like the friendship that we have, that we built, and like I said, remember, we were friends before we really started dating. So we already had a friendship. So once we got together, it just grew from there. And like, that's why I say this is the best relationship I've ever had. Like, and it's going to be the last relationship I ever had. But for me, I just think that for me, that's the most important thing. Definitely the communication and the honesty and the friendship, like for me. But well, damn, he done summed it all up. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you did bring up a point that I want to come back to in a little bit. So, Devin, what do you think? I would just say a lot of what you said, but just to sum it all up, just what love looks like for me mm-hmm. is what needs to be in my relationship. So, my love languages, you just showing me that like you're like the most beautiful person in the world, and not not to be on like cocky, but. You know, like, when somebody expresses that much love and like for you and, like, you're, like, the apple of my eye, like, that's amazing, you know? And I feel like if we already feel that way and have that strong love for each other and with each other, then it makes dealing with things and conquering things that much easier because of our love, healthy Mm -hmm. love, because I've been in toxic love, too. Mm -hmm. So it's like I've had both sides of it, but just ultimately showing my love. And I feel like I tell people all the time, like, when it comes to, like, having kids and, like, being married, having a family, I feel like I have so much love to give. Like, I really feel like I'm like this big ass, like cute ball of love, you know? So I want to give that to people. Like, I want to be like, show you, I got you. Like, I'll think about you. I'll be there for you. And I just want the same things in return. Nice. Mm. You ready? (laughs) (laughs) There you go. He's out there. Um, I think for me, the biggest factor will be faith. Mm. Um, where's your faith? Um, because you know, things will get rocky. Yeah. And, you know, can you communicate effectively? Can we have a disagreement and not break up because we disagree with each right. other? Because I am that petty bitch. <laughs> yes. I am I just don't want to deal with it anymore. I'm just pe- it's sad. God working on me. Um and also how you are with your money, how financial, how you handle your finance, because that that's a lot. When you are both spending money and some shit happened, and y'all like, and considering <laughs> the future together, yeah, 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 sex matters. Ooh, Do yes. you have good sex? Because when I'm stressed out and I'm mad at the world, <laughs> can you calm me down? Yes. Can you get that attitude adjustment? Exactly. <laughs> um, 
Let me see what else I'm thinking about. <laughs> and also, honesty, I what Tay said, like, do do not, do not lie to me. I'd rather cry with the truth exactly. than beat your ass over a lie. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm just being honest. Cause it just it, it's so stupid. If you love me and you want to be with me, see a future. Why are you lying to me right. over a hoe you just met? Yeah. A one night stander right. that hoe get more respect than me. <laughs> you know what I'm Make saying? <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> so like that matters. So like, don't lie to me. And also, you know, be a good Samaritan. I don't want no oh, shiesty yeah. person. Yeah. When you always getting over somebody, this your yeah. I don't I don't trust that. So I I date somebody like that who was just always trying to op, op, get over one over was someone. This the scammer or this was somebody else? No, I never dated the scammer. He never did the scammer. I never did. No, we had the scammer. That wasn't a dick. We had this, the scammer conversation. No, but I never said I dated oh, you him. Said you met? Okay. okay. Yeah. Yes, sweetie. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> But um, but yeah, but that's that's it, and everything with Tay said. Like, a, a friendship is very important because, like, if I don't like you, yeah. I'm not gonna love you every day. Okay, <laughs> I didn't like your ass. It makes it that much better, like, to be like legit besties. Like, yes, like, right. Not yeah. that I fuck any of my besties. <laughs> I know people that have. But, <laughs> but I, but ideally, your your partner would be your bestie. Yeah. And for me, um, y'all remember episode one and I was like, oh, I'm in love with my life. Mm -hmm. Like I like I have always been attracted to creatives, people who had their own thing. Mm -hmm. And so what is important for me and I think what helps make a relationship strong is like I'm in love with my life and I love all the things that I do. And I want to share that with somebody. I want to introduce that person to these things. Like I want to invite them into my world. Yeah. And like, I love the spark that someone has when their creativity just ignites. And then you just look at them and like, Ooh. <laughs> like that, that shit is just so sexy. And then it's just like, and then when they're like, hey, babe, come look at this. And and then, you know, you're not really interested, but then you go over there and then you become interested and you're just like. Because they're excited. You're excited. They're excited. Right. And then you're just like, oh, I'm in their world now. Right. Like that is important. I think that makes relationships strong because it's not like we're constantly doing the same thing mm -hmm. all the time. Mm -hmm. Like I have my thing. You have your thing. We have our own lives, but we are sharing our lives together. Yeah, yes. That, so that matters. Yes. Don't make your life my life. <laughs> I agree. Have a life outside of me. <laughs> exactly. That's intertwined a little bit. Yeah. Like, your own thing going on. But I think a lot of times people don't really say, let me get excited and step into each other's worlds. Like, oh, that was beautifully said. You got your job, you're working. I got my job, I'm working. But it's like, in certain ways you're becoming closer to the people that you're working with because y'all are in each other's world mm -hmm. so it's like you know like let's intertwine a little bit and it's just like the oh, i'm sorry to cut you no, 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 and it's just like the group chat we had earlier today you know one of us had a rough day at work and messages went and the rest of us like this bitch exactly. we had your back <laughs> i know <laughs> not that it was that serious that we would need to interject but we were like in support like oh no so i i agree yeah I agree. yeah like if i'm having a rough day at work and i i text bang like 
this motherfucker. He did the same thing though when mm-hmm. I sent him the message. He was like, "This bitch got you fucked up." Because exactly. like, yes. <laughs> she really had you all the way. I yes. I like what you said. <laughs> if my leadership bitch <laughs> ain't got no issue. Tried it. You handled that really well. You did good. Right. It was really tasteful and tactful. Kudos to you. Thank yeah. you. Miss G tried it. Baby. <laughs> she tried it. So, piggybacking off of what Tay said earlier, um, so how do you recognize healthy after heartache? Oh, that's going to bring me back to the place. I don't want to go. I'm put my but head up. We got to go there because this is what we do. Healthy after heartache. So. My first relationship was toxic as fuck. It was a lot of fighting, a lot of what Tay said. When he was like, I can't really voice my opinion without worrying about getting into it. And might have to fight a bitch and somebody I'm supposed to be loving and being with. Right. Like, I can never wrap my life. You say you love me, but you hit me. Make it make sense. Right. So... I was traumatized as fuck. I, w- I had a wall. I was mean. And I felt like if I was mean and you can get through my meanness, you weren't worried in my love because I felt like you was a punk. Okay. Mm. And I wasn't used to somebody loving and caring and just genuinely wanting to see me happy because I dated someone who physically and literally drained my soul. All that, everything I've been through. So it's nice when somebody comes along and show you that it's different. It's a different thing out there because keep keep it real. When you wish your first love, somebody you really cared about, you don't see a life after them. You like, well, damn, this is all I got. So let me deal with the punches, literally, and deal with the motherfucking punches. So when you find someone who want to see your well being, who's gonna be with you through everything you go through, through sickness, through health, like that's beautiful because a lot of people will leave when you are not able to do the things you do. Cause like, you know what I'm saying? If your if your partner was to not help be paralyzed, would you still be there? Mm-hmm. That's a big question to ask. So if you say yes, that to me is the ultimate love. Like that person, y'all might not ever do a lot of things more because you love that individual so much. You are willing to sacrifice your happiness, what you need to be happy, to make him happy, and that's what I want. Um, I'll just talk about. Yeah. Uh, Were you about to go next? Yeah. Uh, um. So I definitely agree. I feel like honestly, I'm gonna just say this: like coming out of a toxic relationship and trying to go into a healthy one, it is hard. When I say hard, because you're dealing with trust issues, you're dealing with communication issues, like, especially for me, like, I will say on my end, because I know me, like, when you, when I'm dating someone and, you know, first thing going to my mind is what I've been through in the past. That's the first thing going to my mind, like, and the minute that something might be said the wrong way or a red flag, you are, you ready to dip because- it takes you back. Yes, it takes you back. And you traumatized. I, you, exactly. <laughs> You're traumatized. You so I'm just like, okay. And I have actually been there. Like, in that, like, seriously. But shit, I have to be ready. Like, then you lift your hand. Like, what you about to do? You arguing back and forth and you're getting each other face. I get so defensive. Like, I get so defensive. Like, because I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to get hit. So. It's like you have to, like, when you're in a situation like that and you have someone who, I guess I would say, that understands what you've been through, you know, that they're patient and that they, you know, they're listening. Like, listening is so important when you're dealing with someone who's been hurt so bad and has been traumatized. Like, you have to actually listen to what they're telling you when they're telling when they're telling you about your past. You're sitting here, y'all having dinner, and y'all talking about y'all past. Like, listen, because 
it's gonna come back around where mm-hmm. you have to remember what they told you because if you don't, so that you can handle them. Yes, because you react the wrong way, you're gonna push I them away. Handle me. Yeah. You're gonna push them away, so you have to make sure that you react the right way. So it's very, it's very important because a lot of people like when they're on their dates and stuff, and they're like sitting down having dinner and talk. They're listening, but they're not listening. You know what I'm saying? You're just having a conversation, making sure that they see that you're engaged, but you're not listening to what they're saying. You need to listen to what someone is telling you because you do not know. You know what thing everybody asks for? Communication, mm. girl. Y'all can have a good ass dinner. Give <laughs> me text up to that point, and it'd be like. Cricket, cricket, cricket. <laughs> like I just told this bitch. Okay. Communication. <laughs> and you was. Mm-hmm. Some people feel like the way they're even they could be communicating on a level one out of a scale from one to ten, and they'll still be like, oh, "I'm the best communicator." What? Where did you communicate? Bitch, where? But I do have a quick question because you mentioned toxic. You mentioned toxic as far as the fighting and stuff like that. I've been in something like that. Not sure if you have, but I have. That get so well, not physical, us, not physical. But still some type mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. so all four of us. But then a lot of gay couples end up fighting. Like even like when you'll see like a big gay brawl at the club and it's like why like do do you guys feel like there's a point where it's very common for gay men to be fighting? It won't be so high emotion to where it leads to a big ass because I do. Before we um, before we answer that, I do want to put a disclaimer out there because we have been talking about domestic violence. We have been talking about violence and we have been also laughing. Um, but I also want to keep in mind that we are talking from our own experiences. Yeah. 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 And so we have been doing our own work to move through these experiences and move forward. So uh, we do know that this isn't a laughing matter. Right. But yeah. we are... Speaking from our personal right. experience, right? Because so we can laugh about our personal experience. Right. We didn't. But in this, through it. in this moment, I'm more so on a serious note of: Do y'all think that that's a problem, or do y'all think it's not common or not a problem? I would say that was the only relationship I ever been in where a man physically put his hands on me. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I went on other dates, I said, "If you ever touch me, I don't care if you push, jack me up, I'm leaving you." So I guess because I set that tone, like, that's a note. Like, you can cuss me out, call me all kind of names. I don't give a fuck, but don't touch me. And I ain't never had issue again, so I'm going to say no. I feel like it's what you allow. It's really what you allow, honestly. Okay. Y'all agree? Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, I think it's what you allow, but at the same time, um, I think there's history in it. And so you have individuals who grew up in abuse yeah. and they take that into all of their relationships or, or some of their relationships, whoever they think that they are able to abuse. And so some some people only know love to be abuse. Right. right. And so um, I, I think it's layered. <clears throat> yeah, I would agree. That's, yeah. a, that's a good way to put it later. We ought to answer the questions about um, how preach people want to hear. Yeah. Healing after heartache. Yeah. Oh. Healing after heartache for me just feels, it feels different. I think going through what I went through is what was a life-changing experience just because of the good parts and the bad parts. Because the good parts were great. I wanted to be loved the way that I deserved to be loved and I was. But the bad parts were lessons that I learned about myself and that person. Not just that person or those people. Um, so just feeling different, like knowing that, like you said, I'm setting a standard to say, this is what we won't do. Not that I'm going to 
hold like all my past to the forefront so that I can make sure that we get all these red flags out in the beginning. However, I'm just going to going into it differently with a different mindset and and just like realizing what's healthy and what's not and making sure that we don't fall in love without making sure everything's healthy. That's a good one. For me. Whew. I think the hardest part for me was loyalty after the fact. And so I think, you know, well, not that I think, but I know. So I know that after the relationship ended and like I ended it, but I still had feelings. I still had an attachment. And even moving forward, like I couldn't get this person out of me. And pause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say this guy emotionally. <laughs> you beat me to it. <laughs> I knew that was <laughs> so mentally, emotionally. Um, like I couldn't get this person out of me, and this person, like I carried this person with me for years, and like I still think about this person, and so even going into future relationships, and so. This person, I found out that they cheated on me. And so when I talked before about me cheating on other people, like I did the same thing that this person did to me. Mm. And so like not only like I, I took that whole spirit into future relationships and it's like I couldn't give myself 100 percent to someone else because I still had a piece of someone over here. Oh God! Wow. Mm. And so, how on date, bitch? Talk to the exes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, how do I recognize healthy after heartache? Um, for me, the healthy part is recognizing that I'm no longer here, oh. and then also being anchored where I am. Like I am in a much healthier position now. Like in all of my wellness. Mm -hmm. I'm in a much healthier position where I am now. And I also have to consider like, there are certain things that I want. And wherever I point my yes, that is that has to be it. And so I, I know for me, there have like, there was a lot of no's. And my focus was on the no's. But because the focus was on the no's, that's where I kept pointing. Damn, that's what I'm fucking up at. That's exactly. <laughs> when I ask so you I questions, and you be like, I do this, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get my mercy and go. <laughs> but what got you to that point? Yeah, how do you get to that point? Like, I'm letting go of where I no longer am. Because you're saying you carry that person. I feel like that's common because you like you once loved somebody. So regardless of whatever's going on, sometimes no matter how bad they fucked you over, you want to make sure that they're, you're just naturally wondering if they're okay. So how did you get to the point of realizing or accepting the fact that I'm not here? Let me start pointing to the yeses. How did you just forget about that person? Because I stopped wondering if they were okay and focusing on me being okay. Oh, okay. Like that mm. had to be my focus. Okay. And so like right now, like, whew, whew. like at first I was hot and now I got chills. <laughs> um, so like right now, like every aspect of my life, my friend group, my family, like everything is okay. And so I don't have to introduce trauma back into my life. Ooh. 
Because we be welcoming trauma. We, like, we do. Then go back for the sex and knowing you don't should be. I'm just speaking. Is a trauma. Yeah. <laughs> knowing you should be going back like, but goddamn, he showed. <laughs> and and the, the part oh, for Lord. me, like, even after the cheating, there was a part where I still said yes. And so I had to forgive myself for that. Right. But I will say this, um, I will forgive cheating one time. This is my personal opinion. From the text messages that I saw, it was not one time. No, 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 I will. One time. Uh, moving forward, like, if I get a man and we really are there, like, just think about it. If I got my whole life with you, like, literally, like, 401k, money tied of all, I'm not going to let this one bitch take all this shit away that I worked hard for, whore. <laughs> what we going to do? As long as you don't love them, let put if there's no love there for that person, it was literally just a nut and go. I will be mad. I'll get over it. We'll go to counseling, but I'll forgive it. But now if you fell in love with that person, I won't forgive that. Yeah, I would have to be in a situation. I always said that if somebody cheated on me, then I would never forgive them. Like it'd be done, no matter how much invested we are, married, how many kids, I would be done. Um, and so I did cheat. And I felt like it wasn't like a double standard to be like, oh, because I did it now, I should be forgiving. But just the space that I was in when I did it mm -hmm. and how I felt about that person, like I was devastated that I did that to them. So it's like it just makes me look at it differently now that if it did, God forbid, yeah, did no. happen to me, no. I might be forgiven. <laughs> I'm true to myself. That's because you cheated. I'm true to myself. <laughs> I can't do it. And like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my fiance in my heart. But if he cheats, too, I said that too. And he knows that because I made hey, that clear. Hey, I'm so sorry. I'm so story. serious. No, no, I'm not trying to change your mind. Just have a question. So you're telling me someone who you truly love and that truly had your back through everything. And you said that's your best friend. Your best and friend. And you say she that y'all just say like y'all communication wasn't there. Like say like he been asking Yo. for something and you had not been providing that. Like that's what I'm talking about. Cheating. I'm not talking about bitch who I'm, I'm doing everything you ask me to do and you just go out there and cheat, then that's a hell no. But if you've been asking me for something and I have not been providing you what you needed, and I know I've been ignoring it, right. like to, I'm just being whatever mean, I can't expect you not because this is what you need. Yeah. Again, you cannot fall in love with the bitch. This is what you need because you got right that. Yeah. Right, this is what you need. Yeah. Yeah. So if I thought it been neglecting you in that way, it's been you been we've been verbally talking about it over and over again, and I'm like, well, damn, I could be mad at this nigga, but he did say he ain't spent enough time with me. Or that we haven't had sex in five months. <laughs> yeah. So like, what you expect a nigga to do? So I I'm not trying to tell you to allow your men to cheat, but just be more open minded. He said no. The answer is no. <laughs> so it's a no. For it's a no. Like it's, a no it's just a no. If I'm your best friend, you cannot hurt me. Like no matter what I, the situation is. I'm but what's sorry. Like, for weird to me? We all are Christians, right? Yeah. Have we all? Well, <laughs> like, well. For, the ones, for the ones who are Christian, let me speak to y'all. We are Christians. Have we let God down? We have, but you're not going to put that the same way. No, no, I'm being for real. I'm being for real. If we love Jesus and we believe and we and we confess to God be our Lord and Savior, we have a set God. That's why He's a forgiving, loving God because He forgives us for everything we do. So who am I if God can forgive me for my sins and for my faults? I know I'm not perfect. I can forgive a person too. I'm not saying that. What I'm gonna say. I have forgiveness in my heart, but, but I have like, like I have forgiveness in my heart, but 
would I be able to move on the relationship? No, because the trust is broken. I feel like again, I when you, walk out, when you walk out that door, my mind's gonna get to one day automatically. Like, like, are you doing it again? But yes, about, like again, I said I don't know because again, I was when the role was reversed, so I can't say yes, I would stay or no, I would leave. But just thinking about to your point, the intimacy and safety of everything. I told y'all didn't want nobody to see my man's dick. And then you know, went and slept <laughs> And gave it to somebody, yeah. Like, you know, so that, so just to your point, but again, I don't know what I would do until I was, God forbid. I just for, can't put myself through that. For me, it's that. a no. Yeah, I can't put myself through that. For me, I just it's a can't. no because I've, I've lived that life. Right. And so now my yes is, and I've seen some beautiful love. I've seen some beautiful love where they only have eyes for this one person. And I've seen it to the, even what you were talking about when, you know, this is the person who's going to be there when you are sick. And so if even if I can't give you what you need because I am incapacitated or I'm sick, like you're not going out anywhere else because because you you are saying yes to me. And so, like, if if I am if my pointer is pointing to you as a yes, this this like I want that kind of love. Where you know you see that person and then you just light up yeah. like this person, this person moves you. This person excites you. The butterflies, not the butterflies, because that's that's trauma. Um, is it? It is. Um, <laughs> God damn! <laughs> I give I'm like, I'm like, ooh. So research shows that when you get butterflies, that's your gut instinct. It's letting you though that is letting you know that you're triggered. Like bubblegum. No, <laughs> that's not butterflies. No, that's a shit. It's like a feeling in your stomach. That's the shit. <laughs> yeah, it's very strange. It's, it's a happy feeling, right, no, Tay? It's, it's the a only nervousness. I would thought that like it is a nervousness. It's a yeah, nervousness. It and a nervousness. so, if you are nervous and anxious around somebody that excites, that's not excitement. That's that's really you're being triggered. And so. So well, teach me something. So that's what research suggests. <laughs> um, but I like they got salt told me you give me butterfly. Right. And, <laughs> and that has been triggered. <laughs> and so when you meet someone who makes you feel calm, who makes you feel like you're anchored and who makes you feel safe, like that's the person you should be attracted to. Like that's the best friend. That's the best friend. That's the person who you can confide in. That's the person who's your diary. That's the person who you can pour all of your stuff so into. Somebody gives me butterflies, go the other way. No. <laughs> Sleep with them. And they go the other way. <laughs> go the other way. So let me just say before we move on, I want to say there is no judgment to anyone who decides to stay because, I mean, some yeah, people yeah, feel like exactly. if, if you feel like it's Thank worth staying, then, you know, stay. Like, there's no judgment at all. I, like, again, just for me, it's, it's enough. <laughs> and, 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 again, like, like we say, this is an open... You know, let me read it verbatim. <laughs> so the girls can understand what I'm about to say. Because the girls be like, how y'all know? Again. Oh, no. I, it's an impact and healing. I need that one. Anybody got that phone? What? No. no. Damn it. Okay. Well, it's a open and honest conversation about everything from A to Z as it pertains to the LGBTQ plus community and beyond. And so we're not going to shame you for being honest again. So don't apologize for being honest. Oh, yeah. But if you, and I, like I said, there's no judgment. But I mean, I may think you're a dumbass bitch, but that's just my personal opinion. <laughs> 
matter what. I mean, again, honest. I'm not No matter what we say, it's never judgment. This is our truths and how mm -hmm. we feel. That part. But we, I think we do a good job of giving every yeah. the perspective or spectrum. That's what I like. I mean, that's what everybody literally loves about us. Like, some people might agree with what we said earlier about right. the transgender. They might right. agree with you. Yeah. And some might agree with me. Right. And some hoes might want to cancel me. Right. But I'm still going to be here. Yeah. But exactly. <laughs> so, but that's the thing. People need to be able to debate and have these conversations mm -hmm. and it be okay. Right. But I do want to answer the last one. I think this is so sweet. How do you know when you are ready for forever? Um. Tay, I'll let you go first since you proposed. <laughs> he proposed to me. How do you know when you're ready for forever? Um, I think for me, like, it's just when you feel like you just can't be without that person. Like, when you just feel like when you're away from them, you just feel... You feel lost. Like when I'm waiting for my fiance, I feel lost. Like we could be, and we t and we literally text all day while he's at work and everything. But it's just like not having his presence there. I I don't know. It's like an empty space. Like, mm. like yeah, like I just like oh my god. Like when we like away from each other. Like if I go out of town and he's home, child, <laughs> I'm ready to lose my mind. Like because it's just like when you have someone that you don't get tired of being around. Like oh my god, that feels so good because like. You you decided to be with this person, marry this person, live with this person. You have to want to be around them. Like if you don't want to be around them, or like if you get tired, of like oh child, let me you know let me stay gone a little bit longer because I don't want to be bothered or whatever the case may be. Like that's not good, you know what I'm saying? But when you that's can so be okay, beautiful. you're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but if you can be okay with being around that person any time of the day, it doesn't matter. When they walk through the door, you just like oh he's home. Like because I'm like every day my man leaves where he come home, I always feel like make sure he makes it back home safe to me. Because child, anything happens to that man, I'm going to lose it. Oh. Y'all are literally have to take care of me because I'm going to lose it. <laughs> like Girl, for real. Get up to the casket. Sit up, sit. Okay, I'm going to lose it. Hold like, on. What no, I'm just saying, word? like, seriously, I'm going yeah, to lose this. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I don't want nothing to happen to him. No, yeah. but for real, I'm just yeah. saying, that's that. That's my best friend. That's my other half. Like, I consider that my other half. Like, I guess for me, what really, like, made me cry, I remember I was 16 years old, and my grandparents been married for, like, at that point, like, 50 years, and my grandfather- Yes, it is. Oh and my grandfather brother was dying. And so he went to Chicago to see him. And I remember my granny just like feeling lost. Mm. You know what I mean? And just feeling like, damn, he really been gone for two weeks. You know, like she used to this man, she'd be for every day and she'd be gone. And when he walks through that door, the love they expressed to each other, I can't describe that. Like it was so... It was so beautiful to see, to have someone who love you so much that they be gone just for something. And and like my grandma literally felt, they literally felt each other arm and just kissed for like five minutes. And I, it, it just took me away. Then when my grandfather died, my grandmother was strong, but I could tell she felt like she lost her best friend. So it will be beautiful to feel like, you know, you're going to have your issues. Nothing is perfect. But to have someone who truly loves you for you and go be there, this, this, this unconditional love. And, this, and, and when you have that, fight for that. So 
like don't give up like if you have that out there be appreciative of that like i might talk shit talk about what i'm doing it's lonely i'd rather have someone who i can truly depend on i'm sorry no don't and so for me um i have a similar experience um when i was in grade school my mother was in college and i went to school with her one day and it was this large auditorium and there was this man sitting down at the front of the class and he was just you know reading doing his work or whatever and then all of a sudden like his energy just shifted and he just stopped and like this is before like cell phones were as compact as they are and he just stopped and then he just turned around and the next thing you know the door opens and this woman comes walking down and like he had this space ready for her and i was like we get in the car and i'm like ma they messing around she said child they married and i was like and i was like what was that and she was like that's love and I was like, oh. And for her to be, for that to be her response, like, I think for her to say that's love, I feel like that's amazing. It, it was amazing because, like, his entire demeanor, and he knew she was there before she would enter the room. Right. And that was amazing. But to answer the question, like, how do you know when you are ready for forever? Like, I don't think you are ready until you have it. Mm. Amen. Yep. And so, you know, how you do one thing is how you do all things. And so, like, people who are hustling and they're trying to get those millions, like, you are constantly grinding until you get it. And so you are constantly positioning yourself to be ready, to be ready, to be ready. And I think what we, if you do it, maybe appropriately, maybe, I don't know, I don't like to say right or wrong, but, like, if you're dating and you're going to from one dating situation to the next dating situation, hopefully you're finding the next link in what you're looking for. Right. Hey man, child going backwards will fuck you up. I agree. So I'm, I'm just say <laughs> going backwards will fuck you up. <laughs> like, I'm ready for forever as far as like ready to be in a relationship. Excuse me, married. Um, that's what I'm ready for. But I honestly don't know when I'll know that I'm ready because there, there's there been times with male and female that I thought I was ready mm. because I thought we loved each other so much. And I thought, OK, because we're conquering like all these bad things that we're going through, we're getting over it. That means we're forever. We're locked in. We can get through anything. And it's like that's not really the case necessarily. Right. So it's like for me, I'm, I know what I want, ultimately what my end goal is. But I honestly don't know when I will know because I thought that before. So I don't really know everything is going to look completely different with my person that is forever because that person wasn't forever and we thought we were. Mm. So um, that's a good point, Dan. Really good that's point. So that's just mine. Um, and it and it does bother me a little bit because it's like you want to know, like you want to just know, but I feel like I just won't until it happens and we're good. I and guess. maybe you could just be satisfied with knowing that you're positioning yourself for it. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're not no, positioning I, yourself for it? I'm positioning myself, but I'm not satisfied with that. No. And sometimes like, you have to change the characteristic in guys. I'm speaking from experience. Do you think I need to change the characteristic? Is every guy you meet is ending the same way you like a certain trait? But that, that doesn't happen. It just is like I still have not found that person that I feel like, oh, like 
want to see you every day because it's like mm, like you're great things are great i'm great but no like we just not yes i'm not every day yeah so this is a super long letter i'm gonna try to get in teacher mode and go through this really quickly put the mic up a little closer just in case uh, what you say? the mic is a lot of far away all right, so just scroll me up just a little bit. Okay. All right, so this person already knew it was going to be a long-ass letter, so they tried out, They said, hey, y'all, so I'll try to sum it up as quick as possible. I met this guy back in 2014 while my son's father was in jail for a while. We were just kicking in, going out to eat, hanging out here and there. So eventually, so eventually we kind of got together. Uh, my kid's father gets out of jail and obviously didn't have closure from me. So he was randomly popping up. He was hanging around my neighborhood, uh, but he eventually got the picture. So moving forward, me and the new guy are really doing good, or so I thought. He would show red flags, like turn his phone off at night until the morning. At one point, he ended up doing weekends. So he was in jail for the weekend, um, and I turned his phone on one weekend only to find hundreds of texts from his ex saying things like, your son this, your son that, you don't care about us, this and that. Um, the ex was pregnant that nobody knew about. His excuse was, your baby's dad kept coming around, so I decided you know, to tough it out, although my feelings. So the person says, I decided to tough it out, although my feelings had changed drastically. So keep in mind, the guy is saying that he only got somebody else pregnant because this girl's baby's father was still coming around, like kind of in the picture. So fast forward four years, we have our ups and downs, but nothing tragic like the previous situation. So I'm noticing he's coming home from work, showering, putting clothes on, all the specs. I think that means specifics. So one time I jokingly said, okay, somebody got a little girlfriend. Of course, he kind of shrugged it off. I don't, as if I don't know the man that I've been with for the past three years. Come to find out he was fucking with the bitch from his raggedy ass job. Girl, he has a raggedy job too. So I got confirmation, not once, but twice from a family member and then randomly from a friend. So I immediately told him to pack up him, his kids, his dogs, oh God, and whatever else. And go this way. You don't have to keep anything in the dark. Now you can bring this bitch to the light. A month or so goes by. My dumb ass is still seeing him because at this point, he's her problem, not mine. I guess she followed him one day, found him at my house. So I see her, she's like, oh, you got your baby mom out here, you're doing this, blah, blah. Long story short, he claims to want to leave her and misses me the whole the whole nine, all of that. Of course, my feelings are literally barely there anymore because it's been so long and you didn't have not one kid, but two on me. I hate to point out all the bad aside. I hear you, Rodney. I, I, <laughs> I hate to point out all the bad because aside from those things, he's worked, excuse me, and you know these men nowadays don't really want to do that. IDK guys, you think he always IDK guys, what do you think? He always says things like, I'm messed up now, would you marry me? Um, but him and the girls still live together and I don't pay him much mind. Wait, so what? overall, him and the girl still live together, not the one that wrote the letter, but okay. him and the girl that he's moved on with okay. live together. So why do we have a letter? Because the I'm about to get to that. Y'all are not letting me. So the question is. Should I leave him alone entirely or move on or entertain his shit until I find the real thing? So her thing is, to sum it up, he's doing him, but he's saying, I want to be with you. You're saying you moved on, but you're at my house every day. That's the first thing it looks like she's saying. So then her question is to us, do I leave him alone entirely 
do I get what I want out of the deal or do I just entertain it until I get somebody? My question still stands, but whatever Rodney says, I agree. <laughs> I am. Damn. Really, I'm lost. So why why was it needed for the her baby, her kid's father in this letter? That, to me, served no purpose. I thought you were going to say, I Missed from my baby probably got jail. That was needless the case. So this makes sure you correct me if I'm wrong. It looks like she's saying she met this new guy while he was like, locked up. But down. she's yeah. kind of giving the new guy an excuse to do something because, because she, she has felt someone. Like her baby daddy was yeah. still coming around. So wait, so new guy made a baby on her because two, because two. He made two on her because he said the the first one he said and then the, the baby father was coming around, right. so he made a baby, <laughs> and she stayed. Now, why was the second baby made? That was with the coworker. The raggedy ass job. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. Sis, why are you writing? <laughs> Girl, I don't want to cry my good tears and come to this foolery. Um, this is a mess. <laughs> I know. It's everywhere. I truly feel like you are making excuses for a man. And sis, you love yourself. And I'm not trying to be funny, but do you really love who you are? And I'm not trying to be funny. Like, you don't, you, you obviously cannot love yourself if you are settling, knowing that this man is in another bitch house. Fucking her, giving her money. And He's kids. fucking you. And kids. Don't know if he's fucking you raw. So we don't know is. that. Well, never said they were still fucking, but they might be. But they might be, because she wrote this long ass, so they fucking. And I feel like you know, but. <laughs> you know. <laughs> know. With as long as this letter was, they were probably fucking. Yeah, they fucking. So since you a fool, my honest opinion is to let that shit go. He made two babies on you. Yeah. And for no, you not, no one is under you say you cheated with your baby father. Unless you did, and you let that first baby slide. We don't know that. That's your truth to bear. But if you did not cheat with your uh, baby daddy and this man made a baby on you, and then again, why are you there? I'm going to say that even though I said if you cheat on me, blah, 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 I don't know what I would do. But for me, all of this is the babies. Like, it's the babies for me. You had a, like, you had a baby with... Did she, wait, hold on. Does she have kids by him? I don't know. Let's scroll back up. I don't think she said anything about she. No, had she kids. didn't. She said she had she, the baby's dad. The, girl, yeah, you kid did. free, bitch. F and F. Fuck nigga free. But I, I just couldn't do that. Like, even one of my exes got with a female after we broke up and they had a baby, and I still felt like you had a baby on me. Like, no, you technically didn't, but you did. Was y'all broken so, up? Yeah, she saw the baby. But on he me. didn't have a baby yeah, on she saw you. A baby on me. So. Imagine us being together if you had a baby on me. So that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. It's the babies for me. It's the babies for me. Look, your your expectation is a reflection of your self worth. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so she said that. Scroll up. She said. I'm sorry. Lady. Men nowadays. What is it? What's she saying? Because he has a job. He works. Don't really want to work. Well, what no. I said. I'm here. She did say that. Okay, okay. It's over there. So men nowadays don't really want to work. However, you're picking a man who got a raggedy ass job, and so maybe you are. Maybe your your picker is malfunctioning. But what's what kills me, Solomon, is the fact you try to talk, you try to diss this man's job, but you stay with him <laughs> with this raggedy 
<laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's giving, it's giving set up, and it's giving, it's giving for it's me. giving that boss bitch. It's, it's giving fed up, and it's giving. I've done all of this and put up with all of this, so how could you do me like this? But I'm not that's getting fed up. I'm not getting fed up because, because you're asking, and, and if you fed up, you're gonna say I'm you're not, not gonna say. That, I'm not saying that I agree and that this is reasonable. Right. But what I'm saying is, to me, the letter is giving. I'm fed up, and I put up with all this. So how do how do you end up like this? But, to me, that's what the letter. But is giving. I'm saying, I'm like, I don't think the letter is giving. I'm fed up. What do you think it's giving? I want. It's more. giving. She said, "Want that nigga." Yeah. Maybe the dick is so let me just say this because I'm making sure I'm for like if if you feel like you don't deserve better and you comfortable being number two then child do you but don't complain about it because you know what it is <laughs> you better sum that up in less than 20 words <laughs> second place girl that's a good one you're second place okay <laughs> So we're moving on. It's moving like, on. That's the, our, our end all be all advice. Yes, yeah, sweet. Like the, our realness. Like I might move on. I don't know how many kids you got before your other um, baby daddy. That really don't matter. Like you don't got the kids by this fuck nigga. So that's good. I don't have any advice. Do you, girl? I got advice. It girl, kids for me. Move that's, that's, the fuck move on. Love is on. Love and it's tough. So it's easier said. Everything's easier said than done. But at the same time. Institute, I can't imagine nobody having kids on me. That's what I'm saying. That is like, that's, that's that, that's that is that mean you purposely left your nut in her. Yep. You <laughs> you purposely <laughs> fucked this bitch <laughs> and nutted in her. And you mean to get there this is no bitch accident in leaving. Pregnant. You feel that shit. You but, you, you know, said you probably said I'm about to give you my baby. So bitch, you and that raggedy ass child can go the fuck on. No, we can't put the kids in. Fuck it. them kids. <laughs> the you mom, fucked up. Raggedy. You fucked up my marriage. You fucked up. Fuck you and them kids. Oh Respectfully. God. Why the why the baby's mom got to be raggedy? She got her man. Because we can't put on the kids, so we gotta put it on somebody besides the man too. But we gotta put on the, the baby's mom. Fuck you and them kids. <laughs> okay, so what I said, I agree with Rodney on whatever you gotta say. I don't, I don't agree. But it's okay, <laughs> Rodney. I agree. Fuck them kids. <laughs> Jeez, you tell them, you know, nut in a bitch, and I'm gonna be who? Talking about hey, step baby, bitch, get your ragged ass out my. Where your mammy at home? Before we close out, if somebody said fuck y'all's kids, what would y'all say? If I cheated, it's okay. The situation is what? Oh no, I'm lying. He lied. He lied. You asked know, lied. It's a wrap. So <laughs> F T K. What's up? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll be burp. Okay, so I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> Cause I would have, you should have did one of my moves. <laughs> I, it just came out. Cause I'd be like, and he finished his whole glass. I'm buzzed Good. on another you, level. I feel like I'm our, proud of our, you. Our, our um, what do they call it? Your um tolerance. I think ours is higher than Tate. Yes, so, definitely. Yes, but let me uh before you said it. Again, guys, thank you for the 10th episode. Y'all probably going to be crying, laughing, and angry. But that's the purpose, and I'm proud of it. Okay. <laughs> so we love you here. Keep growing and learning with us. Subscribe. Keep watching. Y'all guys are doing amazing. We love you all. We see that we are growing because of you. We thank you for that. 
And thank you for your comments on YouTube. They're absolutely amazing. I did see my um the person who said I'm there. I like, see you mm -hmm. reply. I did. Because <laughs> y'all were like, jump into the DM. No, I'll just reply. Right. Um, so thank you all for coming and joining the four of us as we swallow hard topics and spit out difference of opinions. Cheers to a thousand more episodes. Bye. Bye, guys. Openers. <laughs> Openers. Openers. <laughs> I was laughing about that.